0: Hey friends, and welcome to episode 85 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire women seeking better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna dearman Cornick. And today's episode is all about putting things off, doing stuff later, and probably getting around to it at some point. In a word, procrastination. I have to say that this is the most requested topic I've gotten recently, so you better believe that I want to do the topic justice. When I dove into the research on procrastination, scratching the surface turned into a full-on avalanche. Decades of research has been conducted on procrastination, so instead of cramming it all into 45-ish minutes and leaving out a lot, or recording a mammoth three-hour episode, Instead, I'm breaking it down into smaller, more manageable pieces, three to be exact. Welcome to the very first It's About Time three-part series on procrastination. First, in today's episode, part one, I'll share five things that you need to know about procrastination. Next week, in part two, you'll learn why we procrastinate and walk away armed with five questions you should ask yourself whenever you feel like putting something off. And finally, in part three, I'll share specific strategies that you can use to get things done whenever you just really feel like doing it later. So part one is the what, what you need to know about procrastination. Part two is the why. Why we procrastinate. And part three is the how, as in how to combat procrastination. What, why, and how. And I am super excited to dig into each piece of this procrastination puzzle with you. So today, in part one, we're talking about the five things you need to know about procrastination, including how laziness fits into the equation. I'll share four distinct procrastination personality types. And finally, I'll briefly touch on procrastination as a symptom for underlying medical conditions. And because I know you're probably making the most of your time and listening in the car while you're running errands or doing stuff around the house, it might be a little inconvenient for you to stop what you're doing and take notes. Don't worry, I've got you covered. You can find all the details from today's episode over in the show notes, including a rundown of those four personality types I'm about to share, plus links to any of the resources I'll mention. Today's show notes can be found over at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 85. And if you haven't yet, I encourage you to click the subscribe button to be notified as soon as new episodes go live. If you like what you hear, I'd be so grateful for your review. Your reviews play a huge role in helping others find It's About Time in the search results. And you might just get a shout out in a future episode, like this one going out to ALV611, a listener named Allison. Allison was so kind to leave a five-star rating and review in iTunes for It's About Time. Allison writes, Exactly what I need. Anna, your podcast is literally music to my procrastinator ears. You give actionable steps that actually help me make things happen. Plus, as someone in the communications field, I love hearing your examples because they often relate directly to my experience. Additionally, your worksheets and show notes information is so helpful when I actually sit down to implement what I've just listened to. Thank you. Thank you for this amazing resource. Allison. Well, Allison, thank you so, so much, first of all, for tuning in and being a listener. And second of all, for taking time out of your busy schedule to leave a review in Apple Podcasts. It means so much to have your feedback. And I really hope that your procrastinator ears enjoy this three-part series. And it's so cool that you're a kindred spirit in the communications field and that my crazy examples sound familiar and are helpful for you. Thank you again for listening and for your review. I'm so grateful to have you as a listener. All right, it's about time we get started. So let's get this show
1: on the road. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna dearman Cornick. Before we get started, in this episode of
0: It's About Time, and you know, all episodes of It's About Time, I'm sharing everything I know and continue to learn about time management, productivity, and how to manage the many things on your plate and you know I'm not holding anything back. The thing is, it's gonna take me a long time to release everything I've learned out into the world if I'm just doing weekly episodes. And sometimes you just wanna cut to the chase, right? So if you want to level up your time management now, I invite you to get a game plan. My mini course, Get a Game Plan, Three Steps to Design Your Winning Week, was created to help ambitious women like you make a personalized plan for your time and step into every week feeling calm, prepared, and ready for anything. If you'd like that, if you'd like my signature three-step process for having more clarity and living with intention, I invite you to enroll and Get a Game Plan, Three Steps to Design Your Winning Week. You can head to abouttimepodcast.com forward slash game plan. The link is in the show notes. And in less than an hour, you can get your priorities straight, design your winning week, and set up your weekly game plan to win your week before it starts. All right, just wanted to make sure you knew about that opportunity. Enjoy the episode. All right, here we go. Without further ado, waiting around, putting it off, or killing time, here are five things you should know about procrastination. First, you should know that everybody does it. Everybody does it. Studies on procrastination have found that 95% of us procrastinate to some degree. And if you're listening and you're in the 5% that never procrastinates, please send me a DM on Instagram and tell me who you are so I can interview you for a future episode if it's about time and ask you a lot of intrusive questions. So, why is this important to know? Well, I want to start off by making sure that you know that you're not alone. As someone who is definitely in that 95%, I know that procrastination can also come with shame and negative self-talk. We know that we're putting something off, which can give us feelings of both relief because we're not doing that thing, but also guilt and shame because we know we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. And this can kick off a shame spiral. First coined by clinical psychologist Gershon Kaufman in his 1992 book, Shame, The Power of Caring, shame spirals are triggered by an unsettling event. And if you're not familiar with the term, a shame spiral is when we feel shame for something small, which then leads us to ruminate and become consumed with thoughts of shame for other things, and it spirals out of control. It sucks. Trust me, I know. I've been there. You're putting something off, and then you get irritated with yourself for putting it off, and then you get mad at yourself because you're always putting things off, even though you know better. And then you're upset with yourself because you can never do what you set out to do, even though you want to do it. And then the spiral continues into a pit of negativity. You start to think that other people are better than you because they don't procrastinate like you do. And maybe you'll never be successful because all you do is procrastinate. You start to believe that you're falling behind because you can't do things when you need to. 95%, y'all. Basically, everyone procrastinates in some way. You're not alone. It's okay. Okay? Procrastinating is totally normal. And you know what? It doesn't mean you're lazy either, but it might. And that brings us to the second thing you need to know about procrastination. You should know that procrastination and laziness are actually not the same thing, even though they're often used interchangeably. So one of the things that often sets off the shame spiral we just talked about is the belief that procrastination means that we're inherently lazy, and that's just not the case. So let's look at procrastination and laziness separately. Procrastination is choosing to put something off or do something else instead of the thing you're supposed to be doing. Procrastination is an action. Laziness, on the other hand, is an unwillingness to put in the effort to do something, whether that's to achieve a goal or tackle something on your to-do list. And I know that this is really simplifying the concept of laziness, but it's more of a feeling. So procrastination is an action, and laziness is a feeling, an unwillingness. And while procrastination and laziness are not the same thing, Laziness is sometimes, but not always, the cause for procrastination. And it's that, but not always, that we really need to keep in mind. Part two of our procrastination series is going to take a much deeper look at why we procrastinate. But for now, just know that laziness is sometimes the cause, but it's definitely not the only cause of procrastination, not even close. Okay, y'all, so, I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. The third thing you should know is that although we very often get down on ourselves for procrastinating, there are actually some benefits to procrastination. And here are three of those benefits. First of all, when you put something off to the last minute, Parkinson's law kicks in. You might have heard me mention Parkinson's law before. Basically, Parkinson's law states that work expands to fill the time allotted, Generally, if you give yourself two weeks to put together a report, it'll probably take you the full two weeks to get it done. And then if you give yourself two hours to knock it out, you'll probably find a way to make it work in those two hours. And this is because there's no such thing as perfect. So there is literally always something that can be added, cut, edited, tweaked, fixed, or messed with on the endless and impossible road to perfection. So when you procrastinate and wait until the last minute, you typically get a boost of adrenaline, focus, you work quickly, and you lower your expectations. And perfectionism tends to go out the window because you've just got to get it done. And if you've ever said, I totally thrive under pressure then you know exactly what this feels like. A second benefit to putting things off, it can help you make better decisions. Sometimes in the process of procrastinating, you uncover new information, you think about something in a new light, or you shift your priorities. Sometimes you simmer down and instead of making an irrational emotional response, you're able to put some logic on it. You know the advice to sleep on it before making a big decision? That's actually a great example of a good kind of procrastination. And third, there's also something called productive procrastination that I wrote a blog post on a few years ago, and I'll link that in the show notes. Productive procrastination is a little bit of good and a little bit of bad because it's still procrastination, you're putting off something important, But in the meantime, you're getting other things done. This is a lot like how the first step to studying for finals when we were in college wasn't to open your book and grab your notes. It was to clean your apartment. And I know that wasn't just me. Even now, I still feel tempted to clean my house before starting on a big work project. But maybe you weren't like that at all, which is completely normal because procrastination, like most things in life, isn't one size fits all. You should know that there are different procrastination personality types. The coaches at a company called Accountability Works have identified four. I'll tell you a little bit about each type and see if you can figure out which type you are. Unless you're a weirdo in the 5% who claims to have never procrastinated ever, and then I don't really know what to tell you, weirdo. Okay, those four types are the performer the self-deprecator, the overbooker, and the novelty seeker. One of these descriptions might really resonate with you, or you might see yourself in a few of them. I know I do. First up, the performer. The performer procrastinates because they thrive under pressure. They like to wait till the last minute because it forces them to focus and get things done. Next is a personality type they call the self-deprecator. The self-deprecator tends to blame their procrastination on laziness when in reality, they're just tired because they're anything but lazy. They're doing a lot and just can't do it all. It's like this. The self-deprecator is working their tail off growing their business. Getting up early, staying up late, taking courses, working with a coach, creating social media content. And then when they put something off, like cleaning their house, because they have so much on their plate, they tell themselves that it's because they're lazy. And then the shame spiral begins. When in reality, they're actually getting a lot done. And they're not lazy. The work ethic is definitely there. They're just exhausted. That's the self-deprecator. Then there's the overbooker. The overbooker blames their procrastination on being too busy. They've got a full schedule and usually feel overwhelmed, but the thing is, plenty of people with full schedules still get things done. So basically, instead of doing the thing they need to do, the overbooker blames not doing it on having other things to do. And finally, The novelty seeker. The novelty seeker is an idea factory and loves chasing shiny things. They're constantly starting new projects and taking lots of action, but it's not consistent action. It's a little bit on this project and a little bit on that project. So they never see real progress in any direction, which makes them want to give up and start the cycle all over again by kicking off you guessed it, a new project. So while there are different procrastination personality types, and we've come to terms with the fact that procrastination and laziness aren't the same thing, if you've tried everything you can think of, and you continue to procrastinate to a degree that is detrimental to your career, your health, or your relationships, you should know that procrastination could be a symptom of a larger medical issue. Please remember that I am not a doctor, psychologist, or mental health expert of any sort. I'm just a time management coach with a passion for helping ambitious women find their personal version of work-life balance through better time management. However, I have to share that research has shown that there's a significant correlation between ADHD, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, and procrastination. Also, I'm going to have a brief soapbox moment here. I have a real problem with people who say things like, oh my gosh, I can't focus on anything. I'm so ADD or I'm so ADHD when they have not actually been diagnosed with the disorder. And while we're at it, I feel the same way about mentions of OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder. Alphabetizing your spice cabinet or asking people to take off their shoes when they enter your house doesn't make you so OCD. Being particular about how you like things done doesn't make you OCD. Not being able to choose a song or a radio station on a road trip doesn't make you ADHD. ADHD and OCD are medical conditions, not quirky personality traits. So please be respectful to those who actually have ADHD and or OCD and watch your words. Okay, soapbox moment over. It's just very important for me to share that. So if you do persistently procrastinate, despite your best efforts to do what you need to, please consider seeing a doctor and learning more about ADHD. And in addition to ADHD, procrastination is often a symbol of depression because depression can lead to issues like fatigue, difficulty concentrating, and a reduced interest in activities. If any of that sounds familiar, please consider making an appointment with a mental health professional to learn more. Not everything can be fixed with time management tips and an organized calendar, and I completely understand that. So there you have it. Let's recap the five things you should know about procrastination. First, everybody does it. 95% of people have procrastinated at some point and the remaining 5% are probably lying. Second, procrastination and laziness are not the same thing, but laziness can be a reason for procrastinating. Third, procrastination isn't all bad. Sometimes it can lead to better decision-making and it can help you move past perfectionism and get things done. Fourth, There are different procrastination personality types according to the coaches at Accountability Works, the performer, the self-deprecator, the overbooker, and the novelty seeker. Which one are you? And finally, procrastination could be a symptom of an underlying medical issue such as ADHD or depression. If you think you might have ADHD or depression, please reach out to a medical professional to learn more. So in this episode, we've skimmed the surface of procrastination, but there's so much more to dive into. That's why next week in part two of our three-part series on procrastination, I'll share the five questions you should ask yourself when you feel like procrastinating. With those five questions, we'll get to the heart of why we procrastinate so we can take the best action to move forward and get things done. Just like I tell my time management coaching clients, there's no one-size-fits-all solution, and that's certainly the case when it comes to procrastination. We all bring different reasons for putting things off to the table. So be sure to tune in next week to episode 86 and find out the five questions to ask yourself when you feel like procrastinating. As always, all of the details from today's episode can be found in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 85. And don't forget to tune in next week for episode 86 and part two of our three-part series on procrastination. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll talk to you soon.